everyone, this is your host, Kennedy Drew, and welcome to the Ill People Podcast, a show that takes a deeper dive into spirituality, mental health, adulthood, and self-growth. This audio series will provide a safe space for your inner introvert without any judgment. So pop on those headphones and let's head over to Introvert Avenue, because we love it there. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Ill People Podcast. This is your host, Ken, and this episode is titled, Are We There Yet? Which was inspired by the expectations that we thought we wanted from life, its disappointments, and that undying feeling of being stuck and having absolutely no direction of where we want to go or what that looks like. So we're going to get started, but to put your mind at ease, I want you to know that those goals or expectations that you have about where you want to be or where your quote-unquote there is, is most likely tied to an idea of who you think you are. And to be completely honest, majority of people have no idea who they are. Because when you take away the purpose that you assign to yourself in this life, including the narrative within every action that you do, in addition to taking away the survival slash reactive part of you and where you became a physical embodiment of all the survival mechanisms that you mastered to a T, who are you authentically? And if you don't know yourself authentically yet, that's okay. I'm just going to explain how this correlates to the quote-unquote there or the destination that we feel that we need to reach and how it just might be a tad bit deeper than we understand. And if you ever wonder why does it take Ken so long to push out episodes, um, it's because I'm living it and <laughs> and putting that emotion and feelings into words. So it's more complicated than you might think. And honestly, every time I start to write a script, I feel like something in my life happens to where an emotion is brought to the forefront and it's really just too convenient at this point, right? So It's kind of like a go with the flow kind of vibe that I'm trying to embrace, which um, we can call it an act of surrender if we have to put a name to it, which is a huge step for me, you know, pats on the back for Ken, um, because in my first episode, I was talking about how I was trying to outsmart God and how I was trying to control everything, basically. So to give you an example that just happened by like a couple of days ago. So the plan was to go to a cafe because I knew I needed to finish up this script for this episode. So whole time when I got there, I got absolutely nothing done. I was watching TikToks. It was cold. My allergies just started to act up and my nose was running. And I was like, let me just finish up writing in the car. But the whole entire time in my mind, I was like looking for a place where I can just sit down and focus. I got to a place to where I could sit down and focus and it still wasn't enough, which is funny because if you think about it, this was the place that I was looking for. It was out of my house. It had booths, Wi-Fi, comfortable seats, and it wasn't too crowded, but I was cold and my nose was running and I didn't like the way these ladies was looking at me. Like, they ain't never seen a black girl with tattoos before. But, you know. Anyways, you you catch my analogy, right? 
I didn't have an ounce of contentment where I was just to sit down and focus because in my mind, I needed an environment that was out of my norm in order to complete this task. Whole time, I'm writing this script in my car, which is exactly what I thought I needed a change of scenery from. It was never the place. It was the idea of contentment being outside of myself. So in my first episode, I was talking about how I was trying to outsmart God. And because I was doing this, I found the God that was within me. And I say this because I now have a pantheism view or outlook on life now, which just means that I see everything as God or the divine. So if I were to meet someone, I would recognize them as a reflection of me in some aspects and then I for them. And everything around that is living, I will also take that in as a reflection of, you know, God and how he works, he or she works, and then a lesson that might need to be learned. And we could look at it, you know, as terms of universal laws as well and have that corresponding coincides with physics, but we can talk about that in another episode. But long story short, when I was trying to outsmart God, my main goal in doing that was having a plan which ties to my idea of my quote-unquote there. I grew up pretty fast and I knew how life worked. Usually, you always had to be prepared for anything. And in this, I held my goals and plans as this absolute blueprint, and I could not deviate from this whatsoever. So kind of like this is my only understanding of life, and I am not open to any other explanations. Because this is what I grew up with, and the plans always prove themselves to work. So why would I try to fix something that wasn't broken? And I say that to say this. I'm pretty sure that we all have expectations of what our life should look like at certain ages, phases, and everything like that, whether it would be getting married at a certain time, having kids, getting degrees, having certain careers, um, and goals with time constraints, you know, buying a home, due dates, everything. And we ask ourselves, am I on the right path? Should I go back to school? Should I be doing this rather than that? And I always want to present the question of, should we be looking at these different diversions and directions as another opportunity for you to get to know yourself better? And I know what you're thinking. Oh my gosh, Ken, it was so deep. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Blah, blah, blah. I know. <laughs> you're welcome. So, um, but I think the funny thing about having a plan is actually having one. Your parents want you to have one, the bank wants you to have one for a business loan, and your advisor's at college, and you know, I can go on and on, like for real. And the only thing about life is having a plan makes you really question if you need one. Like, never in my life would I imagine half of the things that would be going on right now if, you know, kind of like the plans that I did make or the expectations that I set out for myself never would have allowed me to be the person who I am today. Like, never would I have thought to plan out a whole bunch of opportunities for myself, hobbies, jobs, relationships, friendships, or anything to try to get to know myself. Because if everything went my way, and I wouldn't know what I liked and didn't like, so we can say that, you know, I would be boring, you know, in a sense. You know, I'd be boring. 
And I wouldn't have the style that I have, my authenticity, my character development, and my articulate defense mechanism. Like, I could debate for hours. <laughs> but I can't rap, which is very disappointing. So, um, yeah, back to the story. We... <laughs> We never really take into account the lessons that we learn or have to learn while we live in these lives. Like we had the opportunity to plan out our lives. We wouldn't have the detours, the lessons, the losses, having to start over or just being in a state of peace without any source of accomplishment or movement. Because if we were to plan out everything and get what we want at the exact time that we want it, life would just be a meager existence based solely on intangible wants. Now, on the other half of that, learning these lessons can definitely have you down bad, right? Make you question your self-worth, your morals, values, and majority of times make you have to reinvent yourself. But one thing that we can count on is that life is going to happen whether you like it or not. And the best thing that you can do to combat that is to be able to be at peace with yourself or to be content no matter what the external circumstances are. Honestly, I wrote this script in the midst of me feeling like I'm stuck in life right now, but I know I'm not stuck. Uh, It's just things aren't moving at the pace of how I want them to or how I plan them to. And this part of my life really doesn't have any deadlines or like time limits or constraints, which is out of the norm for me. So implementing deadlines and stuff actually makes me feel safer for whatever reason. Um, It's like the goals that I wanted to happen at a certain time felt like it was denied. So majority of my goals revolved around finances and success. And, you know, they both made me feel safe in a way. So the whole time I thought I was chasing money, you know, trying to get the bag and whatnot, I was chasing the freedom money gave me. And if I really think about it, nobody could tell me anything or have any restrictions regarding anything if my name was on it. So it was definitely the freedom, you know, for me. And since I held on to this idea of freedom so tightly, I would say at almost any job, you know, that, you know, wasn't for me at the moment. So this is the funny part. Even though I would meet my goals, I would always have the idea of freedom that I wanted, but then I would always find something else to worry about. Which really pissed me off because even when I got everything that I wanted, I was still always waiting for the other shoe to drop. And after this, I just started to feel hopeless in a sense because I was always chasing something and I was never content with anything. Not saying that I was ungrateful or anything. It just felt like no matter what I did and no matter what I achieved, it was never enough or I should have be, I, <laughs> I should be further along in life than I was. Like I wasn't there yet wherever there was. And the only word to describe my there was my freedom, which sounds simple, but freedom is scary. And now we can break this down so we can all understand what I mean by this. But from what I was doing was only living in a way where I was only driven by my needs and wants, which I mean is a necessity in some cases, like, you know, asking for help and, you know, 
eating because your body needs nutrients and stuff like that. But but what I mean is that living in a way where you're always seeking an external idea or item is a very meager way of living. So for instance, you might be chasing success, right? But if I asked you, what does your idea of success look like for you? And you say all of these things of getting accolades or rewards for your hard work, which I get because all of us at some point want to hear that, you know, hey, you're doing a great job, right? So essentially, we're narrowing it down to you wanting external validation from others for your work and the opposite can be applied. So if you're purely motivated by spite or if people say that you couldn't do something and you are purely motivated from their disbelief in you, you know, what happens when you don't get that validation or spite? So are you going to question your life's purpose because what you idolized for so long to keep you motivated isn't there anymore? Or are you going to rediscover a new motivation that comes from within you that drives you? And I think everything that happens in my life, whether I need a topic to talk about or, you know, for a new episode, I feel like a new emotion just kind of like jumps up at the forefront and it just, that's what I'm writing about for that week or whatever. But you know, if, you know, if you're black, then I can tell you about this saying, you already know about this saying, but I think it's, I think it's funny because it it applies to exactly what we're talking about. And I'm going to censor it a little bit because we're on a public forum. So, and it goes like, you know, make somebody unhappy, give them what they want, which is very true though, because we think that what we want is what we want, but the whole time we either misinterpret the need or we don't, really know ourselves fully. So the entire time that I thought I wanted to be wealthy, you know, successful and all of that, I was really wanting the freedom that money gave me. And with a life full of criticism, it would make sense. Like I wouldn't have to call out to go on vacation. I didn't have to worry about PTO or even have to wait two weeks to get my paycheck. So essentially I would wouldn't have to check in with any level of authority, which is, you know, kind of beautiful in a way. (laughs) So, um, another there or like quote unquote there for people could be finding peace and honoring different emotions or emotional stability. So I know for me for a long time, it would be the dichotomy of wanting to forgive certain things from the past because, you know, life is short and fragile But while on the other hand, being able to have the feeling of satisfaction from anger that is finally being heard. So our there isn't a place, object, certificates, or a certain amount of money, relationship, or marriage. It's something that we have to obtain on our own internally. And the funny thing is, is that we are all looking for fulfillment within ourselves. We are our own obstacles and our own self-doubt. Just think of it like this. Life is always going to happen. We can count on that. But what we can control is our internal world and our being, right? Just think of when you get heated or if you're in an argument or something, whenever you choose to react is when you have accepted whatever energy to be true. So rather than disagreeing with that energy and maintaining the peace within you, I feel like everything now is an opportunity to get to know ourselves more, you know, seeing our capacity for ourselves, our emotions, 
and to get out of this idea of who we think we are. Maybe the idea of where we want to reach is hinting at what we really need to be focusing on. And in order to get to those places that we want to reach, which majority of times are the dreams and aspirations that we have, we are going to have to do some things that we have never done before or to get out of our comfort zone. So in other words, if you want to know yourself fully or want to get to know yourself fully, you're going to have to visit every range of emotion possible. And if this means a plethora of things, right, to happen to you within your span of life, whether good or bad, then that's what it means. So if you ask to have patience, you just don't get patience. You get long lines at the bank, if you get what I'm saying. So to wrap up, I always like to leave you guys with something to think about even after our podcast ends. And I'll leave you guys with this. Maybe detachment and contentment are gateways to our destinations that we want to achieve or are quote-unquote there. Contentment is not to settle for less, but to simply respect the present reality. And detachment is the acknowledgement that objects and external destinations that we created outside of ourselves were never a part of us to begin with. So you have to ask yourself, Are these wants and desires the reflections of the intangible feelings that we want to embody? And with that question in mind, I want you guys to remember this. Nobody is coming to save you. You have to save you. You are solely responsible for your own emotional happiness and well-being. This space inside you is only for you. And if no one can invade that, then you're already there. Thanks, guys. I'll see you in the next one.